Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we've graduated from high school, and now we're off to college. As we discovered, there were tons of high school movies, and the theory behind that is everyone has to pretty much legally go to high school, so there's more, I guess, experiences everyone can relate to that. For college, that's not in the cards for everyone. Doesn't mean you have to go to college. However, there are a few good movies about college, and I found a few. I did find a top 10 list, and I have some honorable mentions, but not nearly as many as I did for high school. And unfortunately, we don't have as many interviews just because college movies don't seem to be as memorable. That's okay. We still have an episode for you. So let's go to college. Let's get into my top 10 list right now. All right, number 10 is National Lampoon's Van Wilder from 2002. So if you watch enough college-type comedies or movies under the National Lampoon moniker, you'll realize they all you know, follow a certain format. Van Wilder is no different when it comes to being predictable, but that doesn't mean it isn't fun to watch. Certain genres of movies follow a format because that's what the viewers want. There's no need to reinvent the wheel all the time. Van Wilder stars Ryan Reynolds, Tara Reid, Cal Penn, and Tim Matheson. Tim Matheson, you might remember, starred in one of the most famous college movies of all time, which we'll be getting to. The quick plot about Van Wilder is about a super popular seven-year college student, Ryan Reynolds, who finally gets his uh, tuition cut off uh, by his dad, played by Tim Matheson, and he basically needs to raise cash to continue with his overlong college career. It's a lot of fun. It's mindless entertainment. It's exactly what you want on a lazy you know, weekend afternoon. This one, you can put on at any time and still enjoy it. All right, number nine is 22 Jump Street. From 2014. 21 Jump Street was really well done and super funny, therefore I had really high hopes for 22 Jump Street. They, of course, and I think I mentioned this in in my high school honorable mentions, uh, that was one of my favorite movies. And so now they've moved on in the sequel to college. And the great part about this sequel is that the movie pokes fun at itself and, and movie sequels in general, often referencing the, you know, the cliches of sequels. Obviously, movie viewers enjoy these films as well because there's a third installment plan. Woohoo! And, and just the cast is great. I always enjoy Rob Riggle. You know, he has a scene where he's in prison. Same thing with Dave Franco. It's just, it, it's really well done. And, uh, you know, I'm glad they don't, they didn't fall into the hangover pitfall of basically doing the exact same movie as a sequel you know it's one thing to please your audience but there's another thing to just basically be lazy and uh, 22 jump street is not lazy number eight is pcu from 1994 if you used to watch comedy central back in the day maybe in the late 90s early 2000s this has been on a lot but this stars jeremy piven and john favreau's in it along with david spade and it's your typical like frat house college you know in the vein of other college movies that are coming up but um, this is one you could easily have forgotten very similar to van wilder it's a lot of fun super short goes quick uh, just a fun kind of party movie that, uh, you know, that's it, it kind of follows, yeah, a cliche of, of certain, you know, frat house type movies, but it's still a lot of fun. It's not meant to win any awards. It's just meant to, you know, on a lazy Saturday, watch this movie. There's a great scene with uh, George Quinn and, and Parliament Funkadelic. So if you enjoy that music, it's very cool. But yeah, definitely check this one out. It's less than an hour and a half, so you really can't go wrong. Number seven is The Waterboy from 1998. And by the time The Waterboy 
Boy came out, I was already in, you know, Adam Sandler fanboy mode. You know, I saw all of his movies, owned all of his comedy albums, and pretty much anything that had him in it, I was going to see. I loved Billy Madison, I loved Happy Gilmore, The Wedding Singer, so being a football fan, how could I not love The Waterboy? The football scenes are great. They're action-packed. Kathy Bates is terrific as Sandler's overprotective mother. And Henry Winkler, the Fonz, is well cast as the overly nervous football coach. And of course, who doesn't want to hear Rob Schneider yell, You can do it! You can do it! Cut his fucking head off! You can do it! You can do it all night long! Number six is Accepted from 2006. This is a ridiculous comedy starring Justin Long, Jonah Hill, Blake Lively, and Louis Black. The premise behind the movie involves Justin Long, who is a smart but directionless high school grad who is rejected by every college he applies to. So in order to appease his disapproving parents, he decides to create a fake college acceptance letter along with a functional website. The school name is South Harmon Institute of Technology, which is the acronym of SHIT. However, his parents want to actually visit the school in person, and Long has to rush to create a college environment from a former mental hospital because that's the only thing they could find. So it's a lot of fun. It follows the vein of other college movies I picked. You see a theme that a lot of the college movies I pick are comedies. So that's just the mindset I have when I think of college. Number five is Revenge of the Nerds from 1984. This is another cult classic, and it's a great 80s comedy starring Robert Carradine, Anthony Edwards, Ted McGinley, and John Goodman. Yes, John Goodman's in this. The story is your typical underdog story, but it totally works and actually was way ahead of its time. In today's tech culture, nerd or geek isn't even considered a derogatory term. If anything, it's a badge of honor. That wasn't so in the 80s. Personal computers were still in their infancy, and widespread internet was still a good 10 to 15 years away. And, uh, you know, the, the nerds versus jocks is always going to be funny if done right, and Revenge of the Nerds just pulls it off. Uh, there's some great scenes in there, and, and it's really timeless. Now, John Goodman actually plays the, the football coach for the uh, <laughs> the evil frat that kind of tries to take over Lambda, 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 but there's some great scenes in this, and you can see young Anthony Edwards, and yeah, Good movie. Good 80s movie. Number four is Old School from 2003. For a long time, there was kind of a lull with regards to ridiculous comedy movies being made. Every now and then, you would get an American Pie or a Road Trip, but for the most part, the out outrageous movies that seemed to be released in you know regularly in the 80s weren't really carrying over to the new millennium. Then out of the blue, no pun intended, Old School comes out and restores my faith in humanity. Not really, but that sounded great. I mean, it's just a movie after all. Anyway, I digress. Old School really launched Will Ferrell's movie career. He had been in a few movies prior to Old School, but, you know, was best known for his work on Saturday Night Live. And how could you not love Frank the Tank and him driving in his 
Trans Am playing, uh, you know, Here I Go Again from White Snake. It's just awesome. And then, of course, You're My Boy Blue, And then, in case you missed that pun earlier. Uh, and then you have the greatest wedding band of all time, and uh, we'll play a little Total Eclipse from the Heart from the Dan Band. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming back. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all the years have gone by. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified. I see the fucking look in your eyes. Number three is Back to School from 1986. You know, with the exception of Caddyshack, Back to School is the best Rodney Dangerfield movie. Back to School was old school before old school. It's completely, it's got a completely farcical premise, and that's why it works so well, because Rodney never takes himself too seriously. Even though I was only eight or nine at the time when I first saw this, it made me look forward to going to college. Uh, my dad had ended up buying the soundtrack just for Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo. It's a great song. They're the party band when uh, Robert Downey Jr. used to crack me up with one of his scenes. Maybe we'll play it later. Uh, but the best scene in this movie is with the legendary Sam Kinison as Rodney's very, very <laughs> troubled history teacher. Welcome to Contemporary American History. I'm Professor Turgeson. You know, a lot of people think history is just facts. It's just information about the past, but not me. I mean, I hold history very sacred, sacred. The way the farmer looks at the earth and he holds it sacred. The way a Christian takes the Bible and he holds it sacred. The way a lot of people hold their marriage sacred. So I feel about it. So why don't we dive right in by interpreting one of the easiest events in the last 20 years of American history. Now, can someone tell me why in 1975, we pulled our troops out of Vietnam. The failure of Vietnamization to win popular support caused an ongoing erosion of confidence in the various American but illegal Saigon regimes. Is she right? Because I know that's the popular version of what went on there. I know a lot of people like to believe that. I wish I could, but I was there. I wasn't here in a classroom, hoping I was right, thinking about it. I was up to my knees in rice paddies with guns and Edward going up against Charlie, slugging it out with him, while pussies like you were back there partying, putting headbands on, doing drugs, listening to the goddamn Beatle albums. Oh, oh! Hey, hey, Professor, take it easy, will you? I mean, these kids, they were in grade school at the time. And me, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Well, well, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. But since you want to help, maybe you can help me, okay? You remember that thing we had about 30 years ago called that Korean conflict? Yeah, where we failed to achieve victory. How come we didn't cross the 38th parallel and push those rice eaters back to the Great Wall of China and take the first brick and nuke them back into the fucking Stone Age River? How come? Tell me why! 
say it. Because Truman was too much of a pussy wimp to let MacArthur go in there and blow out those cummy bastards. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. A good teacher. He really seems to care about what I have no idea. Oh, I love three girls at once. If I fall asleep, I'll each other to talk to. <laughs> Nice look. What are you going for, the uh, heavy disassociated artist thing or the I'm going blind thing? Huh? Oh, it's the death thing. Oh! Maybe this will cheer you up. Oh, do me. Derek, get up, will you? You look like the poster boy for birth control. Number two is one of the most underrated movies, I think, from the 1980s, especially how ahead of its time it was. And that is Real Genius from 1985. I loved Real Genius as a kid growing up in the 1980s. And, and while my introduction to Val Kilmer was through Top Gun, my favorite movie with him is Real Genius. You know, the engineering scenes might seem a bit primitive by today's standards. The experience of college life at a school of highly gifted engineering majors is still fascinating to watch. And so you get to see this kind of in its infancy. And so if you, if you love shows like The Big Bang Theory, you might want to check this out. This is the beginning of all that. And the characters are, you know, even more lovable in, in many ways. And to me, this is one of Val Kilmer's best roles. And if you're just simply a fan of 80s flicks and love nostalgia, Real Genius will definitely satisfy those needs as well. Great ending scene with uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World from um, Tears for Fears. Just It's a really, really strong ending. Number one, and there's no dispute, this is by far the greatest college movie of all time. No debate. Animal House from 1978. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! I mean, come on. That's I mean, Stuff like that, it resonates. It stays forever. I'm pretty sure I saw the Blues Brothers before I saw Animal House, and I was hooked on John Belushi after loving the Blues Brothers. And then I, I rented a Best of Saturday Night Live compilation video, which featured all of Belushi's greatest skits. And looking back now, my parents were seriously awesome when it came to letting me watch movies. You know, even if the rating was considered too mature for my age at the time, my mom and dad rule. And of course, they're listening. So there you go. You guys get some props. Yeah, the language in here, yeah, maybe a little salty. There's nudity, big deal. They cared more about substance and quality than, you know, some TNA. So great. I, I appreciate it. This movie still resonates with me. But really, as great as Belushi is, Tim Matheson, this is Kevin Bacon's first movie. There's some great, great actors in her. Donald Sutherland, Karen Allen's debut. Um, the one that steals it is John Vernon, who plays Dean Wormer. He is so good. And I've played this on the podcast before. The scene where he's reading all their GPAs and all their grades, it is priceless. One of the greatest scenes in movie history. Where are the other two? Stratton and Schoenstein? We looked everywhere, sir, but... Never mind. It doesn't matter. Have you gentlemen seen your midterm grades yet? Well, they're not posted yet, sir. I've seen them. Mr. Kroger, two C's, two D's, and an F. That's a 1.2 grade average. Congratulations, Kroger. You're at the top of the Delta Pledge class. Mr. Dorfman. Hello. 0. 0.2. 
fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Mr. Hoover, president of Delta House, 1.6, four C's and an F, a fine example you set. Daniel Simpson Day has no grade point average. All courses incomplete. Mr. Blue... Mr. Blutarski. Zero point zero. Now I want you to tell Mrs. Stratton and Mr. Schoenstein exactly what I'm about to tell you now. What's that, sir? You're out. Finished at Faber. Expelled. I want you off this campus at nine o'clock Monday morning. And I'm sure you'll be happy to know that I have notified your local draft boards and told them that you are now all, all eligible for military service. Well? Well? Out with it! Okay, I have three honorable mentions that I'll get through, and then we'll get into all of our interviews. Uh, no particular order. We have Slackers from 2002. Uh, you have Jason Siegel in this, and Dewey Nix, and James King, Jason Schwartzman. This kind of follows the PCU uh, vibe. Um, it's nothing to write home about, but there's a lot of funny scenes. It, it's it's pretty much, uh, you, know, you know what you're going to get, um, but I enjoyed it. Soul Man from 1986. I love this movie as a kid. Now, looking back on it, it's probably not very PC, but it's you can't judge a book by its cover. If you hear the premise, and I'm going to tell you the premise, you know the knee-jerk PC police is going to be out, but the movie isn't as bad as they make it out to seem, and there is some interesting commentary you can get of it if you actually watch the movie and don't just judge a book by its cover. But basically, C. Thomas Howe uh, can't get in. He, he needs to be able to get into a college, and he doesn't have any money. And so he decides to take these tanning pills, and then he applies for a scholarship at it, uh, a black college, and, that, and that's how he gets in. Uh, yeah, on the premise, I can already hear people gnashing their teeth and, and stuff like that. But watch the movie. Then if you have judgments about it, come talk to me about it. But otherwise, um, you got to watch a movie first before you overreact about something. Anyway, I always enjoyed Soul Man. And lastly, Road Trip from 2000. This is a lot of fun. The reason it didn't make it, even though this is probably one of my favorite college era type movies, is it really doesn't play, take place much in college at all. Uh, they're really not, they're, there are barely any school scenes, if any. Uh, there's some funny scenes, you know, on campus with Tom Green, but really the, the, it's about the road trip. It's not actually about the college. So uh, same thing with the Euro trip, which was a lot of fun as well. All right, let's get into our interviews right now. Okay, we're going back to school with Samantha, and we're going to start with college. And so welcome back. It's been a while. It has been yeah. a while. I'm a little rusty. I know, but you're not nervous. You're totally I'm nervous. I'm not nervous. Yeah. I'm chill. I was on vacation. So you're just... ready to jump back in the swing of things. <laughs> ready to get back to the podcast. So as we discovered, like college, college movies are always movies that take place in college. There seems to be a lot less of those in high school. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a lot of like post-college movies. Exactly. Or, you know, early professionals. Or, yeah. You know, the summer before college, uh -huh. summer after, but there's no like college campus, college experience yeah. type movie well there are a few yeah of but course none of them are very good either. right which is surprising because you would think this that would be the but maybe it's because not everyone goes to college everyone yeah. i guess technically goes to high school or is yeah. legally bound to go to high school so yeah um, and it's more i think yeah high school is more of a universal experience sure. college is definitely more 
like U.S. college is sure. a very specific mm-hmm. thing compared to like I think universities and other places right. in the world. Uh-huh. It's its own culture. So. That's right. Yeah, so it's an open, an open market. That's right. <laughs> exactly. It's an untapped resource untapped for movies. Market. That's the word. I need to learn how to speak again. Okay, so how many did you come up with, and do you have do you have a specific list, or do you have honorable mentions, or we, you have a couple? So I just came up with two. Okay. One was like the immediate only one I thought of, mm-hmm. and then I was researching and I found one of a movie I talked about previously in the podcast was in there, and okay. then um, I don't really have any honorable mentions. I haven't actually seen a lot of the mm-hmm. kind of like cult classicy ones. Okay, so I don't know. It was never my vibe. Like, so high school was definitely more interesting yeah Yeah. oh i have quite a few i think because when i went to high school in like the early mid 2000s so you know we got the 90s high school movies you got like aughts Uh there's a lot of high school stuff there was but we'll get into that later so yeah yeah. so for college (laughs) the first one i thought of was legally blonde absolutely (laughs) and actually brian almost put that on his honorable mention but yeah i mean what a great movie it's fun i honestly love that movie i I think I might have talked about it here before, mm-hmm. but yeah, I love it. Um, and funny story, I actually saw it for the first time. Um, I was on a family vacation when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Well, when did this come out? Like, it came out in like 2001 or so. That sounds about right. Yeah, because I think it was like- yeah. So anyway, yeah, I was on like a family vacation in Hawaii, oh, really? and our hotel did like night movies. Oh, really? So they would like put up a projector, oh, nice. and they would show movies. And for some reason, they decided to show Legally Blonde, Blonde and uh-huh. it was right after it came out. So two thousand one, it came out. Yeah, two thousand one ish. So. Yeah, so I saw that movie while floating in a pool. <laughs> and you watched the whole time. thing and you watched the whole yeah. thing and liked it and everything. Because yeah. it's hard to concentrate on certain movies when you're obviously doing other oh, things. But and I liked it and yeah. I've watched it many, many more times since. Um, but it's always had like a weird memorable. How did you feel about the sequel? I watched it, mm-hmm. didn't love it. Okay. I've never seen it again. Again. But, but you'll rewatch the original. The original, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's a cute movie. It's yeah. so funny. Um and her whole college experience, I wouldn't say is realistic by any means, yeah. but I think how they did her, you know, sorority girl to Harvard transition, yes. her whole outfit and like wardrobe mm-hmm. um, angle was cute. Mm-hmm. And it actually had a good message at the end. That's like right. She was a smart woman despite how her appearance she and, appeared yeah. mm-hmm. despite her admissions video. Right. <laughs> Do you remember the video? It's been years since I've seen it. <laughs> oh. But yeah, she instead of like doing a typical application, um, she like made a video of herself like doing her like life. Oh, that's right. Yes. And yeah. she was like, like floating in a pool. Yeah. Like, the <laughs> Go figure. And drinking yeah. something. And she's like, please accept me to Harvard. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah, it is. It does have the message. You can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And uh, actually, she could use that to her advantage um, because mm-hmm. people won't take her seriously. Yeah, they didn't yeah. take her seriously, and she ended up doing really well. I think she was part of a case or something yeah. at the end, uh-huh. and she used some of her like personal knowledge to, I think, catch the case. It had something to do with. Was like the woman's husband actually gay yeah. or something? It was like a silly twist. Yeah, 
for this like legal case she was working mm-hmm. on. But. but only she would have figured it out uh-huh. because of her little uh-huh. expertise. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is like a lot of these movies have like those twists. And again, there's nothing wrong with feel good movies. No. And, yeah. Yeah, and Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. great actress. She is. Um, and it was still it's it's a good, not really like a romantic comedy, but it's a kind of in that genre, and has this whole college angle. Yeah. So it's good a pick. Multifaceted film. Uh huh. And, and you might be the only one to pick this, so I'm glad you picked Ooh, it. Yeah. So good job. Oh, I want to watch it again. <laughs> and that's what this podcast is about. We want to make you watch movies you haven't, either haven't seen. I haven't yeah. seen it in quite a while. I think, were they making like a musical? or? Like, I think they a, did. They did make a musical yeah. about it. I, I want to say that the woman that played it, her last name was Bundy. Oh. Was, and yeah, because there was like, I think a Broadway production of mm. it, so... Okay. Yeah. So you might have to check that out. Ooh, well. yeah, I don't know why I just thought of that. But <laughs> anyway, so Legally Blonde, yep. first one that came to mind. Um, and the other the only other one I could think of for college is uh, one I talked about on here before. Mm-hmm. It's the movie Love Story. Yes, yeah. Which is, go back to the 70s. Yes. Um, which, it, uh, that was a college-based Oh, film. it totally was. It was set... At Harvard as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, these are at <laughs> we Harvard. We see a theme here. That's the only college in the United States. Um, but yeah, I think it started out, it, it covers at least, I think, a full year. It covers a full year of them going to college and then it fast forward yeah. in time a bit. But So Allie McGraw and Ryan O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it came out in 1970. Yep. And it has that perfect like back to school vibe. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like the fall yeah, yeah. and it's, you know, Ivy League and mm-hmm. they wear like sweaters mm-hmm. and it just looks cozy and yeah. they're like studying in the library. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think she works uh, on campus. She works in the library yeah. and he's on the hockey team. Yeah. So very East Coast vibe. Very right? East Coast. Yeah. Like I'm from the West Coast, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It was definitely a different college experience than right. mine, but it has that, it has all of those stereotypes, and um, yeah, they fall in love despite their different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. She's working class. Yep. He's very wealthy, and then they... Tragedy strikes. Yeah, tragedy mm-hmm. strikes. They do graduate. Yep. They get they, jobs. They move in together, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's all looking good, yeah. and then... Cruel, hard world things that, yeah, good things. That, this is definitely, if, you, if you're going to do a list of tearjerkers, this might be yeah. at the top five. I, the first time I saw it, I definitely was very sad. I might yeah. have shed a tear, but it is pretty cheesy when you rewatch it. Oh, like yeah. Some, yeah. Of the, um, some of the dialogue and yeah. also the whole soundtrack that yeah. It's very goes sappy. Along with yeah. it is very sappy and mm-hmm. melodramatic. Yeah. So, um, but the, you know, that's I, some of the seventies movies started to get really kind of hard and dark. Where mm-hmm. I think since it was nineteen seventy, it was it was still kind of in that sixties yeah. vibe. Yeah, so. definitely, it was a little more sweet. Yeah, yeah, than what the seventies turned mm-hmm. into because the seventies definitely Not got gritty. So gritty. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I think, a little. Um, it wasn't so, like, G-rated 60s, though. I yeah. think they, um, you know, some it, of their rapport gets a, a little feisty. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's like a nice balance. Yeah, of, of yeah. Both. 
Yeah. Yeah, like right on the border between kind of like classic and yeah. more modern. Mm-hmm. And it, it was incredibly successful. It was a big mm-hmm. movie for, for that year. So. Yeah. And I never saw the sequel. I didn't either. I didn't even know there was one. Called Oliver's story. Oh, okay. So it's after she. Mm-hmm. Well, spoiler alert: she dies. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's about after. a widower struggling to cope with his wife's death. Okay. Well, Ben Amidui is kind of a downer. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Okay. Not worth it. Not Stick worth with it. the first one. Absolutely. And same thing with Legally Blonde. Stick with the first one. Yeah. It's like don't make a sequel out of we. We've, this exactly. I, that, maybe that's where I mentioned Legally Blonde in this Maybe. I don't, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Movie that didn't need a sequel, but... Maybe you... I don't think you picked it for Best Actress Performance, but you no. might have picked Allie McGraw. I don't know if you picked Allie McGraw. We mentioned Love Story, but I'm trying to remember yeah, the context. I don't remember. It, it might have been Performance. Maybe that guy's by an actress. I don't know. But yeah, but. but both of these movies, Legally Blonde and Love Story, it's... They're set in such like a specific time and place. Yeah. Like you don't need to do it again. No, no. And it has a lot to do with the college setting. That's right. Like why we don't need her like post college law experience. No. The interesting thing about the story was her like getting her degree and, mm-hmm. and achieving what up. she did. Mm-hmm. And the thing about love story was you know they met and everything was great and then she died and we yeah. really don't need to see how that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to see his potential next wife and yes, fun stuff. But so those are it. Yeah, yeah no other honorable mentions. Only okay, two. I don't have any. Um, yeah, nothing else to add to the list. Those two came to mind. Let's just stick with those. Good picks. Thank you, Samantha. Okay, Rachel has graduated from high school. She is now going to college, but the problem is she can't pick what college she wants to go to because. I don't know. Just college movies don't seem to translate as well as high school movies. I don't know. Maybe because everyone has to go to high school legally. Yeah, there's yeah. more stories there. Yeah. College maybe is not as much of a universal experience. Yeah. Or it's easy just to make high schoolers seem like they don't know any better. That's right. I don't know if I really knew any better in college either. And interestingly enough, it seems like a lot of the people that play... The actors that play in high school movies are probably college age. Yeah. So maybe or there's, older. A, there's a fine line. Yeah, or older. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go back in time. Yes. Yeah. I think Sidney Portier played a high school student at one point, and I, he was definitely in his mid to late 20s. So, <laughs> yeah. Blackboard Jungle, good movie. Anyway, so let's get into the. Uh, nobody's picking this movie no. as, your, as their favorite college movie. Well, it's not even my favorite college movie. It's literally just the only movie that, besides Pitch Perfect, I guess, that takes place <laughs> in college that I've seen. Yes. Um, or. Legally blonde, but law school. Yeah. Kind of counts. Yeah, it, to- it totally counts. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll say it slowly in case people want to watch it on Netflix, which is where you found it. It did. This was several years ago. I don't know if it's actually still on Netflix. Well, it better but, be. Uh, yeah, there's, you'll, everyone's going to want to watch it after, after this. There's a bit of a story, though. So I was hanging out with some... I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with some friends, all high school aged, and we were going to, we were browsing through Netflix Mm -hmm. to try and find a movie to watch. And when you're in a big group of high school kids, nothing is more entertaining than really terrible, low-budget horror movies. Absolutely. And I don't like scary movies, Mm -hmm. but low-budget horror movies are hilarious. Yes. One of the other nights where we were doing this, we ended up watching Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, yes. Which is a classic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, And which, is that three? 
I don't even know. I've seen the first two. I'm sorry. Yes. Well, no, it was fun. <laughs> I think it was, we were in high school. We went to the video store to rent it on VHS. Oh, wow. Yes. Did you walk 15 miles through the snow to get there? No, no. But it was at least five, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No snow. California. No, That's no true. snow. Um, <laughs> okay. So we were browsing through Netflix to find movies. And this was, oh, okay. So we ended up finding this movie, the title of which is called Thanks Killing. Yeah. <laughs> And it is a holiday movie. Oh, well, of it's, course. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving themed. <laughs> and it's basically, the premise is that a, a zombie turkey or killer turkey somehow it appears and goes on a killing spree. You know, pretty standard yeah. stuff. Um, but as we were reading the description and looking at the promotional materials, like the, the cover art, it all looks very cheaply made. One of the people that I was with was sort of like, are we sure this isn't porn? <laughs> and we're thinking, like, why would they put porn on Netflix? Yeah, like, yeah. This, there's no way. It's you just possibly... found the secret Easter egg. Yeah, to, so we went yeah. back and forth as to whether or not this was a pornographic movie <laughs> for a few minutes before eventually deciding to watch it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there aren't many good Thanksgiving movies. So that's, <laughs> I mean, there's planes, trains, and automobiles, and... Thanksgiving, I think yeah, that's it. Yeah, if you ever yeah. do a Thanksgiving-themed episode, yeah. I can come back and talk about Thanksgiving. Good. Well, <laughs> we might just base it around this. So yeah. And it'll just be that for it'll the be... whole episode. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're having this debate as to whether or not this movie is porn. <laughs> we finally decide to watch it. And the first frame of the movie mm -hmm. is just a very tight shot on a nipple. <laughs> so you're like, we, yeah. Right, and so my the person who's asking about if it was porn mm -hmm. pauses it. I told you. Yeah. And goes, are we sure? <laughs> Do we want to keep watching this yeah. movie? And at this point, everyone was like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But um, it's probably like Cinemax porn, so it's not yeah, porn porn. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and so it turns out that the scene was just of this pilgrim running through the forest. Okay. Topless for some reason. Oh, of course. From this turkey. Yeah. Uh, and the turkey eventually... <laughs> Uh, dies or disappears or something and mm -hmm. so then the, the rest of the movie is set in what is considered the current present day mm -hmm. and this turkey from the pilgrimage has now come back and is, is killing everyone again uh, of course uh, and the reason why this is a college movie <laughs> we're getting to the point yeah <laughs> is because the group of people who this turkey is stalking or targeting um, to kill is a group of college students who are very excited about it being Thanksgiving break. Ah, okay. Uh, and the scene where this happens is very much like a spring break movie. They all pile into someone's Jeep and they're like, woo, Thanksgiving break. And they're like ready to party. <laughs> of and, course. And, and, and instead they all get very gruesomely murdered by a turkey puppet. So the good thing about this movie... And it is still on Netflix. And okay. by the way, they're saying our best guess for me would be 4.2 stars, which <laughs> says a lot about my rating system. Um, came out in 2009. It's only an hour and six minutes. Yeah, it's a quick, quick, easy. And you'll appreciate your friend that thought this was porn. Mm -hmm. There is a appearance by an adult film star named Wanda Lust on this. I think I knew that. I, I, after we watched this movie, we all we, I went on this very <laughs> large binge on like what, how... Yeah, where, where did this come from <laughs> and so i learned all kinds of weird trivia including at the end of the movie when the credits roll mm -hmm. it says you know what i think the turkey has a name i don't remember what it is it's like we'll be back <laughs> you know in space or you know, something <laughs> totally ridiculous yeah and so then i was reading about <clears throat> excuse me i was reading about that the sequel because it 
never happened. Uh-huh. And it was because the puppet that they used for the turkey yeah. got completely destroyed uh-huh. in the first movie, and they didn't have the money to make another one. <laughs> Crowdfunding, hello, but uh, like, we could be donor one. You yeah, know, let's get that Kickstarter yeah. up. We need Thanksgiving 2 in space. <laughs> there is a review, and um, they were saying that this is the best killer turkey movie they've ever seen which of all the killers yeah Yeah, there's a lot to choose from so after watching this and several other killer bird movies such as the giant claw and poultry geist (laughs) i mean i I think you know Mm -hmm. that's right up there so um yeah i'm going to i don't know if this is on streaming but i still i'm old school because i want more of a variety of movies available on netflix you can still get this the physical disc that may be put into my queue so yeah, okay, so I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Thanksgiving right now, <laughs> and um, it says that there was a sequel in 2013 mm-hmm. called Thanksgiving 3. <laughs> well, it's because 2 was just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was crowdfunded. Awesome! Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, okay, the first line of the plot summary. At the first Thanksgiving in 1621, a topless pilgrim is slain with a tomahawk, wielded by an evil demonic turkey, which quips, nice tits, bitch. <laughs> So if you didn't want to see the movie, no, now yeah, now you absolutely the, the do. screenwriting is is brilliant. They may even uh, yeah. well, maybe the, that was ad lib, but yeah. yeah, that was the thing. I throughout this movie, I just remembered too, and it's it's corroborated by the last line, which I will save. Okay, well, you, yeah, you, know, you got to watch. I don't want no spoilers. It's only sixty six minutes of your yeah, life. So. so when you guys finished it, were you just like, what did we just watch, or mm. we need to watch this again? It was a split room. Okay. Um, <laughs> Some, yeah, some people in the room didn't want to watch it to begin with. Sure. Um, I think at the end, we were all sort of like, well, we'll never get that hour back. <laughs> no. um, and then some other people wanted to watch the other horror holiday movie that was on Netflix, which was Santa's Slay. It's in like... S-L-A-Y. Yeah, Slay. Yeah. Uh, we never got around <laughs> to watching that because every time someone proposed it, whenever we were all together again, everyone was like... No. We're going to have to get the group back together, and I will record it, and we will talk about Thanks Killing again. Because who knew that how many years later you'd be talking about this on a podcast? Yeah, so it's... I'm thankful I that you it. saw it. Yeah. I think they're in college. now. That, as I was telling that story, oh, they are in college. Centuries later, five college students. Oh, and they're, they've got tropes. There's a good girl, a jock, uh-huh. a ditz, a redneck, and a nerd. So it's basically the Thanksgiving turkey killing of Breakfast Club. That's exactly yes. what it is. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> At first, we were thinking, I'm thinking like, okay, good. It's in college. So we could have just talked about this and dumped it into the college episode because we had nothing else to talk about. But mm-hmm. okay, so let's. Do you have you have no college movies that you like at all besides this well i don't like is a strong word i have seen could think of yeah um i like pitch perfect i, okay. did, I haven't seen any of the sequels mm-hmm. i liked goodwill hunting yep um the the experience that i had watching goodwill hunting the reason why i don't want to talk about goodwill hunting is mm-hmm. one i've only seen it once okay and two, the, the experience that i had while watching it the circumstance i should say the circumstances in which i watched it were not things that i necessarily want to talk about got it um but it's a great movie Mm-hmm. And I well, still, now I'm intrigued, but I won't yeah. make you go there. Yeah. <laughs> um, not for the podcast. Audience, yeah, got it. I um, I really enjoyed the movie, and and I think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a very powerful movie. Yeah, and I feel like I wouldn't have anything insightful or good to. Do say you ever about. go back and watch it? Not since then, but okay. I would like to. Well, now you have to. Now I have to. Okay. that's the rule. But you got to watch things. 
killing first and then yeah i think it's a good i think thanksgiving is a good um like warm-up for For anything actually (laughs) (laughs) whether it be dinner or just (laughs) or whatever yeah especially if you're eating turkey that's right Um, well again i appreciate this thank you for being on nobody would have ever picked this movie yeah your 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 podcast audience is going to be really confused by my movie taste my podcast audience is always confused by anything we pick so this (laughs) this fits right in so again thank you rachel of course all right, she's graduated high school, and now she's on her way to college. <laughs> it's Danielle. Welcome back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, I believe, a top six, maybe seven list. Yes. Because why be conventional? I know. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> she's teaching me about integers and all these fun things, and, and now, she, now she's going to be have her own interesting top college list. All right, let's get right into it. I'm not even going to say t- number whatever, because when we do that, it gets no, all off. No, it's six. Okay. I'll give you some. The bonus. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Num- <laughs> bonus. <laughs> number six. Number six. It is a very new movie. It's a brand new movie. It just came out of the theaters. Uh-huh. No, came out. Not the end. <laughs> it's going to be on DVD soon. There you go. <laughs> it is now out of theaters, into your house. Okay, good. Yes. It's well, like a commercial. It is. <laughs> uh, Life of the Party. Oh, with Melissa McCarthy. Yes. Okay. It was fun to watch. She's a divorced... Did you see? You saw it. Yeah. Yes, she's a divorced mom mm-hmm. that, you know, she realized, like, she's middle-aged mm-hmm. and the, her daughter is going to college and, you know, she gave up everything. Mm-hmm. For her family, yeah. and she just decided to go back to college, and it's really fun. I yeah. like her, so yes, yeah, I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah, it's a probably a silly fun movie. It is silly. It is. Did you ever see Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? No, because that's similar. Sounds oh, really? Like. Yeah, because he's he's already been successful in his business, and he decides to go back to school because his son is going to. school college at the same time that's that's gonna be me that's gonna be (laughs) so when clara goes to college you're going back with her definitely (laughs) oh she's not allowed out of the state she needs to stay (laughs) good to know clara i hope you don't listen (laughs) number five so number five it's a goodwill hunting okay yeah it is i love matt damon Mm -hmm. and he did pretty well on that movie oh yeah and ben affleck yeah actually these might be their their two breakout roles together at least yeah Yeah. i think so Mm -hmm. and uh he i I mean uh my demo is really good i really like his movies and this one is moving and you know there is robin williams Mm -hmm. again which i love it yeah i watched it long 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 time ago and i watched in brazil first actually and yes, I I it's been a while that I don't watch this movie, but I definitely it's definitely on my list to watch mm-hmm. it again. Yeah. Yes. Is this one where um I saw a long time ago, Matt Damon's kind of like the janitor. He's a janitor, but he's a genius at MIT. Right. And uh, Robin Williams is the professor, right. or researcher. I don't know what I don't remember, but he leaves an equation that. It's very hard. He could oh, figure right. out, yes. and, and next it day it's uh, solved. Right. And you know, like, but um, and Ben Affleck the, places like his buddy because they're from. I think they're in Boston, right, or Massachusetts. I think it's or, MIT. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, very, <laughs> very good, Daniel. She's not even. She wasn't even born in the United States. She knows better geography than I do. 
<laughs> so no, no, yes, it, it's a beautiful movie. It's fantasy, of course, but it's it's very inspiring yeah. in some ways because he's very troubled, mm -hmm. and you know, Robin Williams trying to bring him. You can have a show. Yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. it's beautiful. And it's plus, beautiful. you love you love math and science and teaching, so there you, together. <laughs> there you go. All right, number four. Wait, I need to find. <laughs> <laughs> so number four is a beautiful mind. Oh, just course. like <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Uh, no, but it's a real. Yeah. Uh, oh no, it's uh, a story. true story. Yeah. Uh, what his name? Gladiator guy. Russell Crowe. Yeah, it's like, it's, well, we I just call him Gladiator guy. <laughs> I just remember yeah. him like Gladiator guy. Uh, he plays very well, uh, John Nash, and yeah. um, the story it's sad, of course. And um, it's um, so everything I cannot because if you don't see the movie, you cannot say too much about the no, movie I've seen because it, yeah. it kills everything. You don't want to spoil right? it, yeah. Yeah, it kills everything. I can't mm -hmm. say. But, yeah, because there's definitely twists at the end. Oh, there yeah, is. Yeah. Yes, but they explore uh, the side of John Ash about the schizophrenia. Yeah, and it's it's. It's touching. Well, the guy is a genius. He did the game theory, which is applied for economics and so many stuff. We apply, right. actually, many times and in life. And he died. He passed in mm -hmm. a car accident, I believe. He's, him and his wife a while ago. Mm -hmm. It was not too long ago. Yeah, right. Uh, but the movie is beautiful. And it's touching, like I said. And, yeah, I love it. Good. Number three. <laughs> Number three. Oh my God! I'm seeing my list is like everything. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not like funny college. You it's know, poor. Well, you, <laughs> you picked. You picked life of the party. American Pie. There's yes. no that. There's not that. No. With me. It's not. <laughs> you just have fun in real life. Not so in get ready for the next one. Oh boy. Because <laughs> it is the theory of everything. Everything. Um, okay. What is about? I've never seen this ah! one. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> you are like, you're all good, good. You don't even know what is the movie about. I've heard of it. So it's about, it's about, what? you don't know. Anyway, is it Stephen Hawking's is his story? And since the beginning, like him, you know, like how the disease, uh, Took over his body and right. he, he, the story with his wife as mm -hmm. well. The love, there is a love story, but it's like it's about him. And I was a big fan, and I, you know, just when did I, this come out? Last year, maybe. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's a recent movie, it's mm -hmm. not at all, at all. But it's beautiful, you should watch. It's not your type of movie. Wait, is this it's the one? Wait, is this the one with um, Del Toro directed was, it? No idea. Okay, maybe I'm thinking. Oh, I'm thinking of Shape of Water, which <laughs> is completely. No, no, no. Is it Stephen Hawking? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to say his. It's about his life. Uh, the director is James Marsh. Right, right, but the guy who played Stephen Hawking. Oh, the boy. Yeah. Is Eddie Redmayne? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne. Yes, yes, yes. right. Yes. Yes, so, and he reminded of Stephen Hawking. Yeah, really he does a really good job. And he's an amazing actor, yeah. by the way. So I have he's heard of this. Great. I, yeah. So the movie is sad. Like, if you don't, if you don't know Stephen Hawking, I don't think, uh, people think he's bored. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's a boring movie. But it is, for me, it wasn't. I, I was a huge fan. Sure. And I loved the movie. That's good. That's okay. why it's number three on your list. That's why it's number three in my list. Number two. So number two, it is... I love this movie. <laughs> I watched it a couple of times and I don't get tired. Is the Mona Lisa Smile. Okay, I've never seen this. Oh, oh. it's so good. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> so, uh, is with Julia Roberts and there's a mm-hmm. bunch of famous actresses that I don't know the names, but I know the faces. <laughs> and it is a fifth, it's a, she's a professor in this girls' school. Mm-hmm. And is in the fifties, and that's everything is about preparing your women to get married. Mm. And these, and even the girls, some are, girls, some are excited. There's one in particular that that is what she wants for her life, and she verbalizes it. It's it's beautiful in the movie, but some know they don't want that. Right. And if they don't do it, the family will kick them out right. because they're supposed to get married and start a family. Mm-hmm. And she's progressive, mm-hmm. and the school is very repressive. So, you know, it's well. I love Julia Roberts; she's mm-hmm. great. And she she bikes. You know, she has. She's not married. She has this freedom that yeah. inspires the girls. Well, think about it. School. She's she's teaching. She's got her own job. She's not married. She's doing what she wants. Yes, yeah. and she she questions. Of course. So uh, she starts questioning, and that starts bothering, you know, the school the establishment. and the parents yeah. as well. So it is, you never watch that. No, I've heard of it, but I don't I I want to see it. I think yeah. I watch it like three times, and I'll watch a few more. Right. I don't well, get tired of it. I, I'm <laughs> glad you picked it, because I think other people should see it too, including me. Yes. <laughs> All right, number one. So number one, and I love, 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 love that movie, is The Nutty Professor. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the original with Jerry The original Jerry with Lewis. Jerry Lewis. I actually yes. like the one with Eddie Murphy. The remakes, I don't. No? I don't. I think Jerry Lewis is the best. Love him. I, I watched so many of his movies. So many, so many. You sure you're not As French? He's, he's big in France. <laughs> As a kid, mm-hmm. I watched it. And The Nutty Professor, come on. Maybe these special effects are better with Ed Murphy, mm-hmm. but it, it, he can't. You can compare. It's funny and mm-hmm. it's hilarious. And there's this sarcasm that he didn't have with the uh, Ed Murphy mm-hmm. movie. It was more gross out, yes. like today's humor. Yes, yeah. yes. And w- I watched it in black and white oh, as well. Yeah. So there this, you know, spice it up a little bit yeah. because it's in black and white sure. and uh, you know it was original i laughed i know as a kid when i watched it i was like under 10 years old oh, yeah. i guess mm-hmm. the movie was not released on that time i, I know she's it. not that old folks this was but i was a big as a kid mm-hmm. i still been but as a kid i was a big uh jerry lewis uh fan mm-hmm. and i watched many of his movies yeah. so that one so it's my that's your favorite Jerry Lewis? Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis movie. Yes. Yeah. So this is my number one. Nice pick. Do you like so do you like his movies with Dean Martin? Uh what do you mean? Did Dean it, like it was Jerry him and Dean Martin were like the kind of the comedy duo. Did he do it? Did yeah. Because uh, Dean Martin was kind of like the suave, handsome yeah, he yeah, was yeah, a yeah. singer. He okay. They yes. started in a lot of movies together. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> what are your bonus picks? So my bonus picks. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be silly and <laughs> be annoying with you. Never annoying. <laughs> uh, so one that I 
died laughing and I watched it as a teenager was a scary movie yeah. and this is on, on uh, college there are scenes on college as well and it goes like that's true it yeah. makes fun of all the movies all the scary get, movies but just the first one which is more of a parody on Scream than anything. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. So it was like the college and there's like the football player. Yeah, yeah. There's all the cliches. Yeah, the, the gay football yeah, player. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I watching the movie and I cried and I had hiccups. Mm -hmm. cry, crying, laughing. Like I was laughing so hard that I had hiccups. I don't, I'll never forget oh, that. Oh, you didn't say hip, hip cup. Hip cup. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I tried. It came in yeah, my mind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like that movie. I like it's it too. It's kind of in college situation, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it counts or not. Yeah, it counts. It's I like the movie. So. And then there's one that is funny. <laughs> it's Monsters University. Oh, God. <laughs> hey. I'll give it to you. It's in the title. It was. You cannot deny. I can't. You're, you're exactly <laughs> right. I will give it to you. Do you like it better than the original Monsters thing? No, no. no I like it's the fun. original Monsters. I like Boo and I like, you know, the whole story. Sure. It's cute. But it is fun. It's cute. It's like silly going, oh, come yeah. on. It is cute. No, it I is know. funny and, you know, I like it. So it's not like on my favorite list. But, but it's worth it's, adding it's, on. Yes. And if you like the original, you'll like this one. Yes, yes. probably. Well, great job as always. Yay. She had <laughs> she had eight, folks. Well, or seven and a half, as she likes to say. Oh, yes. Yes, because we like math here. Of course. Yes. Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> All right, we're back with Malin. We're going back to college with Malin. So welcome back, no, Malin. No. <laughs> we we just no. skipped out of high school. We barely made it through. And now, now we're off to bigger and better things. And uh, Malin's going to talk about his favorite movies that take place in college. Oh my gosh, I was in college for a really, 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 really long time. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I, I definitely don't want to go back to high school. <laughs> I definitely don't want to go back to college. Um, high school was worse. College not so bad. Yeah, if I had to choose, I'd go back to college first. Okay, so, that's good. Yeah. So the interesting thing is, I don't have a long list. I, I can't think of very many films that I associate with college. I mean, I can think of a few of like the likely suspects, like A Beautiful Mind, sure. which, you know, I saw it and it was great, but I don't know. I wouldn't put it on like a list of my favorites. Um, you're, you're definitely not alone on this one. You're not alone. So, <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. And then Goodwill Hunting, I saw that and I liked it when I saw it, but I've never been tempted to go back to it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Not a great sign. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so I do have two films that um, are at least in some way related to college and I can put them on a favorite list, but these are like uh, a guilty pleasure favorite list. Favorite okay. List. Uh, so the first one is Candyman. And I think I've probably mentioned this for, I don't know on this, on this podcast before I can't imagine which episode it would have been for. Um, Maybe horror movies. I yeah. Or maybe, maybe no, no, no. I, I think it was Chicago movies, right? Yes, yeah. it was Chicago movies. Yeah. Oh, Brian, you got a brilliant brain. <laughs> um, yeah, a, so, a beautiful mind. A beautiful mind. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So Candyman. Um, you know, it, so it's college related in the sense that the main character is, I think, a graduate student. But anyway, like her, her creepy love interest is this college professor, and it kind of starts off the film by talking about urban legends and there's this urban legend in Chicago called the Candyman, and then you get to kind of dive into this story 
um, both in terms of like the horror aspects of this, but also in terms of like the, I, I was interested when I first saw it um, in this idea of urban legends, because I'd heard a lot of ghost stories. And I always used to love ghost stories, but I'd never heard the term urban legend before that. Mm -hmm. and I think, you know, this was a film that I first saw like um, when I was not skipping high school, but sick from high school. No, like legitimately sick from high school. <laughs> I swear that that happened every once in a while. <laughs> um, and, and so this was like this and like the princess bride. Like I used to like to watch films like that. Not that they're anything similar, but I used to like to watch these when I was sick. Um, that would be a good subject to, to do. What, what were the, what were your go-to movies when you were sick? That That's a good subject. Yeah. Cause I've got, I've definitely got a few princess bride because it starts out with a six kid. Yeah, absolutely. The sick kid in the bed. Kind of like this fantasy film that takes you out of like everything and it's just a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um but this one, yeah, so I liked the the, the urban legend discussion. Um I liked the the mystery aspects of it. There's a huge amount of this that I didn't like or didn't care for, so that's why it's kind of on my guilty pleasure list. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so Candyman, that's a pretty good college movie, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I'll go with it. You, you, Yes, definitely. Nobody picked yeah. it, you get it. It's definitely not inspirational, like A Beautiful Mind or no. whatever. But, you know, <laughs> um, I, I think if you, you go to college and you stay there as long as I did, like the, you, you get a lot more jaded about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> um, so another one, this is even lower on my guilty pleasure favorite <laughs> list. <laughs> um, Flatliners. Oh, yeah. Which they just remade, yeah. which I can't believe they remade. Oh, they did not need to. Oh, you, you know what the worst thing about them remaking it is? What? I got suckered into watching it. Oh, no. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember how. It was like, I think it was on a streaming free service. I didn't pay for that. Good. Crap. Good. <laughs> um, I think I was probably trapped in a hotel room or something. Um, <laughs> because I was, you know, I wasn't going to watch it, but it, you know, kind of. I had to see how bad it could be. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and anyway, that's not saying much because the first film is not really great. No, it isn't. You know, it's entertaining, yeah, it, but it's not great. Yeah. yeah, it's entertaining. And if you haven't seen like a lot of movies uh, or no, let me correct myself. If you haven't seen like a lot of music videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like this might look innovative. <laughs> that's a good point. That is a great, yeah, that's a great comparison. But, you know, and at that time, like we didn't have cable, so I didn't see MTV very often. And, you know, the only ever time I ever saw music videos uh, really was on, like, gosh, um, yeah, like in the 80s when they used to be, like, there used to be like those half-hour disc jockey-like TV shows. Yes, like, like on after a local. School, yeah. Where they'd go through, like, the top, like, four or five um uh, songs at any given period, but like at the time that I was watching those, we're, we're talking like you know the the rhythmics, like um, yeah, here comes rain again or stuff like that, or like um, uh, girls just want to have fun. Like it was that long ago, right? Um, so I, I really didn't see MTV. I knew about MTV. I didn't know what was going on in music videos. So when I saw Flatliners, I was kind of you know, intoxicated at that age by like all the crazy angles and the colors and the distorted um, lenses and whatever. Yeah, it's very kind of like smoky and 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 uh, yeah, I know, I totally know yeah. what you're talking about there. Oh, and I had never encountered a black light before that. So ah, that was for me. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, but, but, you know, take that all out <laughs> and you're not left with much. Which is interesting because you think the cast is actually great. You get Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon, William Baldwin, and Oliver Platt. So on paper, yeah. you should have a decent film, but it doesn't necessarily oh, translate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The, the cast was fantastic. And, you know, it's easy to get kind of suckered into it that way as well. And, you know, I think, um, so I think that my sister and I went and saw this in the movie theater like three times. Oh, wow. Out. <laughs> yeah. And again, it was like a love hate relationship. Like it, it was cool to look at, but you know, there's sections of it that just don't make sense or no. don't care about or, or, you know, just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny is that, so I'm looking this up again and it actually was released on my birthday in 1990. So who knew I was 12 years oh. old. Yeah. Cool. In August. Happy you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what a way to celebrate. Well, well, I'll put me to sleep and maybe I'll come back. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so the whole thing about um, college, yeah, I mean, it, it, it takes place in like... It's like a medical school or it's something. It's supposed to take place in college. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it, so it's interesting to me because it takes place in these like this college that looks like a, a derelict museum. Yeah. Like, I don't know... I've never gone back to look at where it was filmed, but my impression of it was just based on like the architecture is that it was like filmed in like some abandoned like World Fair exposition building from like the late 19th, early 20th century. So this um, is interesting. It was shot on campus. Yeah. It was shot on campus at Loyola University in Chicago. So both of your picks are, are in Chicago. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking of Chicago when I was saying that too. So when I was saying, expo building and was thinking of the chicago expo yeah so, cool yeah okay good so, call so that so that was that was interesting to me yeah and um, also this idea that college students can maybe that's why i don't like college movies sometimes you, there's you only ever see college students that are just like so beyond the possibility of brilliance you know they, just, <laughs> they know absolutely every fucking thing including in this film like the limits of life and fucking death exactly yeah completely preposterous yeah um, but yeah, I, I'd say it's a college movie. <laughs> no, I'll give it to you. And, and actually, if, if you want to have like kind of a popcorn movie on a, on a lazy day, it's, it's not a bad movie to just check out once, you know? No, it's not. Although I wouldn't recommend it if you're sick. I think there's probably a <laughs> between the two. A good Saturday matinee for a Saturday that you want to waste, but maybe not, maybe not a good sick day movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. just for just for the actors alone, it's kind of interesting to see kind of their their for some of them like their early work, like Julia Roberts and yeah, I think Julia Roberts had been in a few things before them because I was I know that when I went to see it, I was aware of her and Keith or Sutherland at the time. Yeah, and definitely Kevin Bacon. Bald. Yeah, yeah, but Baldwin and Platt. Yeah, I didn't know them before that. I only ever noticed them after that. I think Julia Roberts was in Mystic Pizza, maybe in something else, but. It was before yeah, Pretty Woman. It was, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, those are good picks, and nobody picked them, and I'm just happy somebody came up with some college movies. So that I'm <laughs> I'm pleased. So <laughs> nobody picked them because nobody wants to see them. <laughs> right? yeah, well, I've right. seen them both, so that says something about me too. So cool. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Malin. Thanks, Brad. If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. 
If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. I am Dr. Fuck. And I'm the actual alcoholic. And we are part of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. We are the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. That's right. And the way you can check us out is we are on iTunes and also Podbeam. And we forgot a review recently. I got this review right here. It says right here, it says, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast is the greatest podcast in the world, and it's my number one podcast, signed by Science. Now, and then Science also said... Science! Science also said, my second favorite podcast is, it doesn't matter, the rest suck. Rock and Metal Combat Podcast on iTunes and Poppy. Check it out. Science! Are you ready for the hottest new podcast out there? Check out the Vieira Vault, featuring none other than Dr. Fuck Ralph Vieira. You will hear personal stories and personal songs from the vault. There ain't nothing else like it. The one, the only, the original Vieira Vault. On Podbean, Stitcher.com, and iTunes. Spreaker. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>